Hello and welcome to Myo Matters. It is such a pleasure to have you with us for today's podcast. I am your host, Tessa Veria, and today I am joined by Sally Stabler from Get Out There Marketing. Sally is the founder of Get Out There Marketing and Get Out There Adventures. She has flicked through books to study her masters and hit the ground with corporate marketing. She has now taken a side road to share her knowledge with business on a personal level. Today, she's here to talk about how digital marketing is impacting brand equity, how new businesses can dive into marketing, and helps explain how marketing doesn't need to be complicated. This episode of Myo Matters is proudly sponsored by Myotherapy Australia, your peak body for myotherapy education, advocation, and change. Check out professional development in your state at myotherapy.org.au. Please welcome to today's podcast, Sally Staber from Get Out There Marketing. Now, Sal, for all of us that are not in marketing, what is brand equity? Brand equity, it's a, I guess, a big convoluted thing, but it's actually quite simple. It's essentially your product, so who who you actually are, and then what your service or what you're offering. And then essentially that equals to what people or what consumers or your patients actually think of you. How do they feel? So the brand and then there's brand equity. Brand equity is essentially the measured outcome of what your consumer or your patient or your customer thinks of you. Which is really interesting. And is that not only about obviously what they think or thoughts, it is it also come into the emotions that are connected to that as well? Is that kind of all come into brand equity? Yeah, so it's how they how they feel about your brand, which ultimately is why they will then keep coming back to you. So if they experience you as a product actually come into your clinic and they experience your everything. So from the booking process, either on the phone or email through to coming in and actually getting treated, that's their, how they feel about your product and your brand and the reason why they will want to keep coming back. It's quite a deep rooted, I guess, analogy on how to treat your brand. So yes, there's a marketing side of it. So that's promoting, but then mm. it's also the user, what they say, what you say, user experience as well. So in, so Booking through to experiencing through to post, even after, how they're treated afterwards is all brand and it's ultimately what they actually feel about all their emotions and why they want to keep coming back. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing as to, I've asked you like literally how to solve life problems in one question, (laughs) Um, that it is such a huge thing. Like there's so many aspects to it that, you know, there is the marketing portion, which is maybe social media, it may be advertisements. And then we're also looking at that client journey from the moment that they engage in terms of communication with you to then processing through your business to then post-communication as well, that they all come together to be forming that brand equity and that feelings and emotions and and things towards your brand. I think ultimately what it's showing you is that it's consistency that's key through all of that. So consistency of how your brand feels, talks, mm. acts, and that all comes through. You know, you've also asked me a question that I, you know, done years and years of study and trying to answer it really quickly and succinctly. Yeah. <laughs> very quickly is, yeah, ultimately, and, and you, are, you are a consumer, so the listeners that are listening today and yourself, Tessa, is that you are a consumer, so you, you get that. So if you have an affinity with a certain brand, you get those emotions and feelings. And if you just sit back and think about, what about that brand makes you feel good and why you keep purchasing or experiencing that product, you will have an understanding, you know, you could break it down like that so you can use it back in your business as well. 
and you can you can ultimately refine the products and how you're treating them you know how you ask the questions how you are as a person like that's great but that's just one part of the cog that's the product piece it's all the other pieces as well that ultimately will define your brand equity and essentially ultimately what you're trying to do is set yourself apart from your competitors and it really seems like it's a puzzle of putting multiple puzzle pieces together to then create the picture which is the puzzle which i am assuming is like your brand equity absolutely and and overall yeah what your brand is and how it i think repeat visitation is a, a great or repeat visits are a great um for a small business at least to be able to measure yeah. your brand equity um that's one of many metrics that you can use to measure yeah. but also new people coming through the door as well is another metric in terms of how they obviously feel about your product and wanting to come to you yeah i know definitely in our world in terms of myotherapy we usually look at rebooking, which is our existing clients. And when they rebook and then we look at retention, which is our new clients. So we can differentiate those out and track those numbers. For those of you that aren't tracking those numbers, get on board because this is super important yes. for understanding your client's movement through your business. And as a marketer, it's actually way cheaper to retain your existing clients than it is yeah. to get clients. So if you're not tracking those two things, then um, yeah, very, very important metric. Absolutely. I always, I love that. Always easier to retain a client than it is to have to go and find a new one. How do you think, obviously digital marketing in terms of Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, if we're going to go that far yet. Um, these things, how do you think that digital marketing as a whole has really contributed to small business and brands? How do you think it has helped them grow or develop or I guess had a negative impact even? Well, I guess that's, that's what I did my master's research on was specifically about how the digital digital platforms have impacted brand equity. So um, over the last 10 years, as we know, our communication has changed. So instead from a marketing point of view, instead of, instead of being a one-way communication, which is how marketing was done for many, many years, mm. which is a billboard, a TV, a newspaper, it's all one-way communication. Over the last 10 years, what digital media has done is that it's turned into a two-way communication tool. So mm. this is where consumers can start talking back to you. It's it's when they can start DMing you directly into your inbox. It's um, They can email you directly. They can basically interact with your brand much deeply and out of your control. There's review sites. How are other people talking about? So word of mouth is one thing. It contains within your nice little network of friends, but then word of mouth yeah. on the internet. So digital is, I guess, has transformed the way that we market as it's quite obvious. And obviously that when I'm working with small businesses now, that's ultimately the forefront is do I go on TikTok or do I go on Instagram, which is a very valid question. But ultimately, you really just need to come back to the fundamentals of marketing. Um, that The fundamentals of marketing hasn't changed. What has changed is the channels that we communicate and how we communicate. Yeah. So it's just being yeah. able to differentiate those two. So, you know, if you came to me and say, do I need to be on Instagram or TikTok? My first, you know, I'll, I'll go back to the fundamentals and the very, very first question is, who is your audience and who is your primary target? So as a small business, you don't have oodles amounts of money to be throwing around on advertising <laughs> or anything like that. So most small businesses are like, well, we target everyone. Well, actually you can't, yes, you might appeal to everybody, but in your marketing, you can't actually target everybody because you don't have the time, money or resources to actually do that. Yeah. So bring it back to the foundations of who you're actually trying to target. And let's just stick to one group of your key target audience. 
Yeah, then you go from there. Then, then what are your what are your objectives? What do you actually want to achieve? So, what products do you have? Then you know how do you want to achieve it from a um, an objective. So, very clear, measurable objectives. Then, what tools or what things you've actually currently got that may be different to what will attract that audience? What's your fundamental business things like your booking system? Like how do they interact with you more than you know, it's just simple things like that that actually will huge impact for you. Booking systems, connecting, you know, all that boring back-end business stuff that actually makes your life easier <laughs> is actually really important for, as a marketer. If it's easy for the customer on the front end and it's like pew, 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 and then on the back end it's all connecting in, automation yep. and things like that, then it saves you time and energy. Then we move into how you're distributing your product. So are you, you know, in your, your world, where are you actually placed? What, your, what referral places have you been able to connect in? What relationships mm. have you got in that way? So there's that business to business piece. Yeah. And then yeah. there's the consumer piece where you're going direct to consumer. So there's probably a little bit of, bit of both. And then the last thing is promotion. So you can see there's all those, those bits that underpin it. And then there's promotion. And then within promotion, there's social media. But not forgetting and not underestimating that interacting with your brand is probably the first time that they're going to interact with you as a first time client and customer is online. So your online presence does need to look and feel great in terms of, do you have a Google listing so they can actually find you? Yeah. Just things like that. that just because the first thing they're going to do is Google. Because that's, Google that's you a hundred percent. Are you on the 15th page from remedial massage? <laughs> exactly. But are you, do you actually have a pin located on your Google my business so that you come up on the map? Oh, um, this is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just things like that, that will just change your world. And then, um, then on, you know, on Instagram, do you have a good Instagram? Cause if you're looking at your younger audience, they're probably going to, instead of Googling you, they're probably going to go and Instagram you first. Like that yeah. thing. So, you know, yes, social media is important and yes, Digital absolutely is important. It's do you need to put all your energies into it? So once you do it and you have a good system and you set that up, great. Mm. But is that the energy that you need to put your promotion in? So yeah. once you have that set up and you've got a nice little system going on, which which is what I'm in the business to be able to help you do. So mm. the analogy that I, I've got is really with small businesses, especially because that's where I'm specialising in small to medium businesses, is being able to clear that path for you because it can be so overwhelming. You're really good at what you Gosh, do. Yes. Yeah, you're really good at what you do. And then when you go into business and you're like, oh, this marketing thing. And then it's like, oh, there's all these things. But <laughs> I, like to, I like to be able to simplify it and then focus your attention and yep. put in some really good processes and systems so you can create content with ease and things like that so it's not so overwhelming because um, yep. there is systems and things that you can put in place um, that I can help help with. But, um, yeah, and obviously with your, your website is, is another, like, that's that's essentially your now your uh, business card essentially, but also your booking yeah. platforms, and that that and I'm sure many of you are aware of, but how important it is to be mobile first. Ten years ago, when the smartphone came out, I was when I was a marketer back then. It was like mobile will be a thing. Mobile will be a thing. It is now a thing. Um, it is the only like, thing. <laughs> like as in back in you know 2008, 20 or 2010, even when people actually started getting smartphones, um, people would search on there, but they wouldn't necessarily book they'll go onto their PCs, but now it's, they're booking, they're interacting, they're wanting to talk to you all, all from their mobile. So um, yeah. having like, you know, simple things like booking buttons and things above the fold, which is basically 
when the screen yeah. ends that I have to scroll. Yeah. Having it front and centre, like really yeah. simple things like that that I can help with. But, yeah, that's ultimately how digital is impacting our business and how we market today. But <laughs> that's a long do way of answering it. <laughs> do you think, what, what do you think the importance is of, I know there's the concept of like omnipresence in terms of being on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Google reviews, Pinterest, website. Like, is it important to be on all of those? So it doesn't matter at what platform your client goes through. If they are flicking between, they are constantly seeing your image pop up in all of those areas. Is that important? Or is it that our focus maybe should be down on one thing first and then develop into that omnipresence type of concept? Yeah, that's a really good question. But ultimately, and that's the analogy of if you do all the things really badly versus doing one thing <laughs> yeah. really good. <laughs> this is where I and, feel a lot of people come unstuck, that yep. it is just too overwhelming. And because, you know, your Facebook audience versus your TikTok audience versus your Instagram audience versus your Google review audience are all very different audiences. And it's, it gets very overwhelming to think yep. I've got to create content for all of that. And I think ultimately what I do with clients, essentially going back to those real fundamentals of yeah. who is your target audience? Where are they? Yeah. And then what are your objectives? What are you actually trying? What are your clear measurables? Because ultimately you, the activities and the outputs that you put out into marketing or content creation or whatever, you are ultimately wanting to improve on or meet those objectives that you've set in place that are clear and measurable. Yeah. And then if they're clear and measurable, then each month we review what, what is going on and then what's actually working and what's not. And I think for a small business, um, for me, generally the answer is no, you don't need to be on all of them. There's, there is definitely pros and cons on doing one thing over the other, but generally businesses it's it can be a little bit variable and different but again it all comes back to that audience and and i guess and i can see why it's so overwhelming because it is but (laughs) again what i what i really like like i'm not underestimating that at all but what i love doing is actually seeing what is needed for you uh, and your business and those fundamental basics get those right once you get those things happening and doing those really well then you can branch on to do additional things yeah. if if you need it but ultimately if we tweak those fundamentals which I've done with a client recently she she came to me struggling to be able to book patients the week mm. out i've been i worked with her within the month and she was she's been selling out all her appointments the week after one week out and then oh beautiful which is really awesome because she came to me with being super overwhelmed and pretty much spending all her dollars that she had into social media. But what, what I was you know, able to share with her or, or get her to be able to be aware of is it's not all about social media. And once she did that, things changed for her. And it's just her going, okay, I don't need to do all those things all the yeah. time. Yes, I need to be consistent and yes, I need a presence, but I don't need to be posting every single day and, you know, maybe three times a week is is enough on Instagram to keep that consistency going. But again, what content do you post? So again, talking about content strategies and Mm. when you talk about content pillars around, and that is all stemmed back to who your target audience is and what your brand is. So what do you want to be as a brand? And that again, comes back to your, your fundamental values and there's a whole heap of things under your brand. But if you have all those things nicely put together, then the consistency of look and feel, so your brand is look and feel, so logos, mm. colours, tone of voice, so how you talk, what kinds of things you actually talk about. So are you yeah. talking about 
are you wanting to be a little bit more educational? You know, are you wanting to be more clinical? Like, how do you want to talk um, and how do you want to um, make your audience feel and your existing audience feel? So many things that go so many into Absolutely. Yeah. But we also um, focused on <clears throat> word of mouth as well. So yeah, people who are already your patients or her patients and she's a, um, in skin skin cancer check. So mm. they know, they they understand the value of it. And there's stories around that. So why don't you get them to start talking about your business? So how do you, how do you encourage them to do this? So it's just looking at those sorts of things. Again, because getting a new customer is the hardest thing that you can, hardest in terms of t- your time to attract them. And yep. sometimes if you've, you've got the budget there, the cost of actually yeah. getting them as well. And do you think as well that, and I know that you mentioned, you know, like they may have piled a lot of money into social media, but we've kind of addressed other issues that if you have got, I guess, the posting down pat, you then need to also see whether that marketing strategy is actually giving you a return and review that. Because if you're doing it and putting money into it, and not tracking it, then you don't actually know whether your money is of any use to it or not. So you can direct it towards the most valuable area. Absolutely. And that's, I think that's, again, the most fundamental thing is I've encouraged this particular client that I was talking about is turning the dial separate, like don't turn all the dials on at once. (laughs) A lot of water is going to come out. (laughs) And also you don't know which one's working. You don't know if it's that dial or that dial. And you can get really excited and, and things about that. But, you know, she did simple things like on a Sunday afternoon, she would put up what appointments were available that week if she had cancellations. And she would boost that post, for example, and she would sell out. Like she'll get, you know, six to seven bookings at night because Sundays are usually, like looking at the data, like Sunday evenings yeah. are usually really good because her target audience is female and that's when they've got the time and that's when they're mainly on. So, yeah. Being able to see that that's a causation. So there's there's a few metrics on measurables. There's causation and correlation. So you can kind of yeah. go, oh, you can kind of correlate that we put that ad in the in the newspaper because that let's face it, that's one of the hardest ones to track. And we got X amount of inquiries over the next week. Mm. So you know, like if you've done one thing that's slightly different, so you're, so you're keeping all these things on and it's the same thing, and you do one slightly thing that's different, you're like, okay, I can correlate that that's the thing. For digital media, you can track clicks. You can track actual things. Yeah. So you can go, okay, that caused that booking. Yeah, to know actually where Absolutely. that, where it's actually leading to. Now, obviously, you've gone over a lot of stuff already in terms of the importance of brand branding, digital marketing. I'm going to really push your limits here. What would your one piece of advice be for a small business person if they were starting? What would your advice be if they were looking at marketing, they, they're not doing it yet? or it's very poorly done, what do you think your best piece of advice to them is? My best piece of advice is it's actually important. So don't dismiss it and think that you can get back to it down the track. Like as a marketer, I'm going to obviously say this, but I can't stress enough how important your brand is from the get-go. So how it looks, how it feels, how everything. So investing in investing in marketing strategists so if you need the help you, you can obviously do it on your own like absolutely you can do anything on your own but if you get the help up front and you you just fast track there quicker getting a really clear strategy on what that is and unpacking all of that and getting a really good visual graphic designer that knows and understands brand because there's graphic designers and then there's branding graphic designers in terms of you can get a logo but then how does the logo look in a small space or mm-hmm. you know on you know, your things t-shirt, like colors on a pen. And, yeah. 
correct, reversed out, like, you know, if it's a dark background and then, you know, you generally need to have a horizontal and a vertical, but it's not just also about the logos. It's your primary colours, it's your secondary colours, it's your fonts. Then like yeah. I was saying earlier, your tone of voice, like how are you going to talk? Like it's all these things that might be like, holy moly, that's so overwhelming. But if you're engaged with a, a marketing specialist, a strategist that can help you with that from the get-go, you'll be so much more at ease and ultimately you'll feel way more confident in the decisions that you're making. And that that's ultimately what I'm I'm really wanting to drive for small businesses is is ultimately getting more visitors in, getting more patients through your door while saving your time and energy. Because let's face yeah. it, if you're thinking and you know you're mulling around, should I do the blog? Should I do TikTok? If I can help you like streamline that and go, this is the direction you need to head and clearing that path for you, then you'll get the results that you are intending, which is ultimately the the revenue to keep your business profitable or at least sustainable. Is it about kind of making a, I know a lot of people have business plans in terms of cash flow, products, services. Is it about making a marketing plan that goes with it? So you have a clear idea of what you are branding and what you are marketing. Correct. Yeah. So business, business plan is one thing and then the marketing plan is another, but they're almost intertwined. So if you came to me with a clear business plan, it will be much easier to put together a marketing plan. But having said that, you can weave or start doing your marketing strategy, which will become a part of your business plan as well. So if you say in your business plan, I want to make X amount of revenue this financial year, what the marketing plan will show is how we're going to do that. What products are we going to, you know, what products you you need to create or adjust Mm. or, you know, whatever the case may be, why, you know, why is this not appealing? And again, it's understanding who your audience is and what they need versus what you can actually offer and bringing those together and then how you're going to promote consistently to your audience ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. I love that idea. Now, as we leave, do you have any programs or websites that you would suggest to small businesses that are really cool for them to look at and use for marketing? While we're on the subject of social media, in terms mm. of content, content creation, there's, there's so many apps and things out there that you can use for scheduling and all so sorts. So many. So you've got, you know, plan, which is P-L-A-N-N, You've got preview, you've got later, I think it's called. Uh, the one yeah. that I, I've used them all and you know use them consistently. And for big businesses, there's a whole heap of others like Hootsuite and things like that and Sprout, but they're really expensive. There's one called Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, Planoly. That is very affordable and you can create your social content on there and push or actually schedule it. So it's for a small fee per month. I think it's 10 bucks a month, which is hardly any. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And you can actually schedule it and it sends to your social media automatically. So that that's a good one. I, in terms of processes and strategy, strategy documents and things like that, I just use the good old Google Docs like it's nothing fancy. Yeah. And the only other thing is, and I'm sure many of you are on it, but if you're not, is once you have your brand and you understand your brand colours, your hex codes, your RGB colours, you know, you get to know all of these things, is Canva. Canva oh. will become your best friend. Oh, it's so much fun. And But if you, if you have a good graphic designer, they can build what we call assets, so things that are like, you know, images essentially or graphics and yeah. things like that. They can build that within Canva and it's so easy to use to the point where, yeah, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. But instead of in terms of content creation or even you can build brochures and things like that. But well, yeah. I, can't, I can't stress enough on consistency of branding and that 
even goes down to your consistency of fonts that you use. Don't use different fonts for different things. So with your social media or your brochure or your website, it's all going to be consistent. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine your eyes twitch when you see different colours and fonts in different brands. <laughs> oh. You're like, what? Where's this coming from? What's this font? <laughs> There's a new business. Where is this? <laughs> yeah. And, and again, and as a business. Yeah, as a business, though, there's the, your brand colours and fonts and things, and then there's campaigns that can be yeah. separated. But that's getting a little bit deep, and I know that we're, that we're wrapping up now. But, yeah, there's, there's heaps to consider. But all I can recommend is getting some help and advice from people that have been there before, whether they're a marketer or whether even they're business owners that have learned the hard way. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to get to speak with you today, Sal. Marketing can certainly be one gigantic, complex place and cases and so many things but it's great to actually shed some light on the topic from an experienced eye that has been there done this with huge companies and is now focusing back onto the small business so thanks so much for being with us and sharing all of the knowledge that you have you're welcome thanks everyone thanks for tuning in today if you loved what you heard follow sally at get out there marketing on instagram and don't forget to visit our online store and check out what business pd is available to support you start guide and grow your practice we look forward to you tuning in again for Myo Matters from Myotherapy Australia.